This is the Good Things Guy podcast with myself, Brendan DeCute, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy. I'm on a mission to change what the world pays attention to. I truly believe that there's good news all around us, and I spend my time hunting down and reporting on the best good news stories from South Africa and the world. In the Good Things Guy podcast, you'll meet these everyday heroes and hear their incredible stories. This Teen Social Entrepreneur South Africa is a fresh, new, and exciting female youth empowerment and acceleration program for young women in high school with the goal of creating awareness around social responsibility and developing social entrepreneurship skills. The program is focused on providing a platform where all young women can gain the confidence, knowledge, and skills to create their own sustainable businesses while making a positive social impact and having loads of fun while doing it. At a celebration of the contestants' achievements on the 7th of, of October, hosted by Carnival City, Ipaleng Malebo, a grade 10 scholar from the south of Johannesburg, was crowned the winner for 2019. Taryn Ogle, the founder and CEO of Miss Teen Social Entrepreneur South Africa, has joined us in studio today to chat about the incredible initiative. Karen, thank you for joining me on this Good Things Guy jackpot. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me, Brent. It's great to have you in studio. It sounds like an amazing initiative. It's a really big name. Yes. Um, it's a bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> what exactly is it? Well, first of all, with the name, you know, I really wanted to encapsulate everything that it was about so people wouldn't wonder, you know, what it is about. First and foremost, it is a competition. It's not a beauty pageant, which a lot of, you know, young girls think it is. It's not a beauty pageant. So how it was formed is in 2016, I was actually a, a semi-finalist for Mrs. South Africa. Which which is a beauty pageant. Which is a beauty pageant, yes. And it was my first ever beauty pageant that I'd ever entered in my whole life. And also I entered Mrs. Africa. And during that process, you know, I found that I didn't fit in. I didn't want to also be judged purely on my looks and which international pageant I would suit you know, but what, what made you initially enter those pageants? I'd always wanted to enter, you know, something like that. And before I didn't think I was pretty enough to enter a beauty pageant. I'm going to just tell the listeners, because obviously this is radio, so they can't yes. see. Uh, Taryn is beautiful. Um, <laughs> you know, she could have been Miss South Africa very easily. Um, so I get why you entered and I get the whole process. But you yes. said you didn't really fit in. You know, obviously we all have our own insecurities and that type of thing. And, and for me, I didn't, I felt I didn't fit in because I didn't have the looks. And I mean, there are things backstage where people apparently know who's going to win. And you'll see she is standing and you think to yourself, okay, well, you know, maybe that's why. But I mean, there are sort of things where you hear that, you know, they, they already know who's going to win the competition. So it's a bit of a, Debbie Downer, when you know that you you know you don't you're not going to win. Is that is that are you talking about the rest of contestants that are backstage yeah. and sort of chatting about who they yeah. believe and who's been chosen I mean, and b- before the winners are announced, you already know who's going to win. You do? Yes. Wow. You know, but I mean, I I'm not sure on every single pageant out there, but I mean, my story is more of you know I didn't want young girls to feel or go through their whole lives not feeling good enough to enter and I mean I've got five kids now and you know I was overweight and I thought okay let me just get back into shape because I was always thin my whole life so I thought let me get back into shape and try something that I was afraid of all my life and that is why I entered the pageant right so sorry it was was Mrs. South Africa that you entered yeah 
Miss South Africa and Mrs. Africa. Right. I, I may have said Miss South Africa. I, I heard a bit <laughs> wrong, but then you mentioned that you have kids. And I know about the Mrs. South Africa pageant. That's for um, married for, women. For married women. Yes, who, and Mrs. Africa. It's also for married women. There we go. So um, that was that was 2016. And, um, and you were in the space where you just wanted women to feel empowered and confident and, yes. and beautiful within themselves. So you started Miss Teen Social Entrepreneur yeah. South Africa. Yes. Um, at that stage, we needed to host an event and to raise funds and I really wanted to do something that was different you know I didn't want to do a high tea or a golf day although those are incredible initiatives I wanted to do something that I could carry on and build every year and not just me making an impact but impacting others so that they could also make an impact and eventually have like a ripple effect of everyone you know what well, is because change. you if you create this it's not a pageant what do you call it then a competition it's an empowerment program. An empowerment program. I like, I like the sound of that. So you create this empowerment program and it actually becomes almost like an alumni because you've got all, yes. these, all these young ladies that are, that are joining and able to mentor and yes. inspire and yes. make a difference for the other younger generations yes. that are joining as well. Yeah. So that is actually the future also of Miss Teen Social Entrepreneur is we've recently registered an NPC and that is called Global Impact Youth Alliance. Wow. And you know what's so funny? Michelle Obama just came out with something last week and I was like, I was before her. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this is called Global Girls Alliance, which is, you know, very much the same as what um, I started a few months ago with the girls from 2016, 2017 and 2018. They are now part of this alumni where they go forward and they create change, even though they're not in the top four winners, that type of thing. These girls are still You need, you need to get a hold there. of uh, Michelle Obama and have a bit of a chat I with know, her. I know, I've been tagging her. in my post and saying, Michelle, <laughs> check this out. <laughs> check out what we're doing in South Africa. Come yes. and help us this side. So how does it all work? You've got, you've got these teenagers. Um, I mean, it, it's all about social entrepreneurship. How, do yeah. you, how would a girl enter? Is it a girl? Is it a lady? It's a teen. It's a teen. It's, it's a, a young teen, woman. A young woman. How would a young woman enter something like this? And, and what would it um, entail and how does it work? So we open up entries. Entries are already open for next year. And you basically go on our website. You fill out your application form. There's a few questions that we ask with regards to social entrepreneurship um, and that sort of thing. So you answer the questions and then in April we select who um, is going to come through to the finals normally what we do every year also in the beginning of the school year we do a sort of like a road show and go to various schools the first year that i had the competition i had over 400 young girls that wanted to be a part of it which i mean that's a really big number for a first time yes uh, empowerment program it's um, huge that's unheard of and all of a sudden it pops out of nowhere and you've got 400 people that want to be yeah. involved in this so at the moment we don't have the capacity to accommodate 400 girls but we would love to be able to you know have it at a stage where we can have hundreds of young girls in this empowerment program. So we select between 20 and 30 young girls from, from the group of girls that finish the actual um, registration process. Is it, is it from all around the country? It's only been in Gauteng for now. Wow, so 400 just from Gauteng. That's yeah. incredible. And that's not even um, 10 schools. 
you know, so if we had the capacity to go to all the schools, I mean, you can imagine how many girls would want to be a part of it. That's amazing. Amazing. And um, yeah, so these girls, then we have empowerment workshops at Carnival City. So it's full day workshops where they learn social development skills, professional development skills and personal skills. So your social development, you know, you learn about social responsibility, social impact, that type of thing. The professional skills we have, um, interview skills, job interviews. Um, you know, building your CV, those all, type of things. All the things you don't learn at school. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and also the personal things is, you know, your beauty, your makeup, how to apply that correctly, you know, skin care, health care, wellness. So that comes on your personal development side, self-esteem, self-love, you know, self-awareness, which is so important that we also only learn when we're older. No, 100%. You know? I, I've done a bit of work um, with, with a couple of charities where we've helped disadvantaged communities work on their CVs and, and sort of get them ready for employment yes. because everybody's employable. Once yeah. you've got a matric, you know, you've, you've done your schooling. You've now, you've now got some sort of skills yeah. behind you. But the craziest thing behind that is, is that a lot of younger, a lot of the younger generation are not self-aware. Yes. And, and as privileged kids, as kids that go to privileged schools, they teach you those self-awareness things so yes. that you know, yes, I'm good at talking. I'm good at reading. Yes. Um, I like this. I, it's, it's all about being self-aware. So I yes. think that's a huge skill to pass on to And also girls. pushing yourself, you know, to the limits because, I mean, when I was young, I was shy. Uh, even in my 20s. You're not I, shy now. Not anymore, <laughs> but I've had to, you know learn those skills myself and I come from a sales and recruitment background so seeing adults also go into interviews and not know the basics you know that is also something that I incorporate in the Miss Teen Social Entrepreneur Program you know so we have these workshops the girls have fun Carnival City and our sponsors spoil us um, and spoil the girls as well tremendously and then after that um, they go out they go to sponsors they go to corporates to introduce themselves so they really like push in the deep end also to say it's now or never you need to do this and we've had girls do amazing things speaking at Standard Bank and F&B corporates you know just walking into any business um, and that is how they also gain that self what is what is their message when they go into a corporate building is it to is it to spread the fact that that young ladies can be empowered and i mean um, what is the message for that part they get sponsorship so we've also developed a part of our npc which is called swaka i've actually got one of the bands on it stands for stop women and child abuse so it's an awareness campaign that we've developed this year that the girls will go out and sell the swaka bands at 185 rand each and obviously then they would have a proposal to go through to a company and you know get support for this for the swaka campaign so yeah so then they go and they do that we have rehearsals and then we have a grand finale it's a showcase of what the girls have done for the year and this is also what they really look forward to, Brent, because they want to also have fun. You know, there's a lot of amazing empowerment um, programs out there. You know, you go to the workshop and then that's that. Whereas with Miss Teen, yes, they're getting empowered, but they're having fun as well at the same time. So we, we have a sort of like a, a fashion show awards evening, if you want to call it. At Carnival City, the girls get to model. We have sponsors like Forever 21. 
that sponsors clothing. We've got Made Up by Phil that does makeup. We've got international hair brand Vaudry and Muck Hair that comes and, you know, they do the gold hair. So it's like a big day for them. They're, they're really getting yes. out there and they're having this incredible day and yes. it's, um, it's a, an amazing experience for them. Yes. And then you do choose a winner. So this year um, it was Epeleng Malebo, a grade 10 scholar from the south of Johannesburg yes. who was crowned. What did she win when she won? There were prizes to the value of over 400,000. Wow. Yeah. That's from incredible. All the so they get um, from Got Game, she won a laptop and a, um, a online training course. So the winners get online training courses that have access to finance management, business management, market management. So she gets to choose what she wants to study online. So they all win. That's the main prize. That's and amazing. those are valued like over 70,000. But then the rest of the girls, I mean, no one's a loser because they all get to be part of this alumni and grow together. Yes. And hopefully, you know, in years to come when they have their own businesses and they've moved on to their own sectors in their lives, they'll yes. be able to help each other. Yeah. And I mean, in the morning of the grand finale, they they actually go through interviews with um, a panel of judges. So there's four judges that, you know, speak to them or ask them questions about, you know, how was the journey? What did they learn? What challenges did they face? How are they going to overcome those challenges in life? Um, you know, what also business concepts have they come up with? Because that is also part of the program, is coming up with a business concept, a social business, you know. And some of them have come up with amazing, amazing ideas that they're pushing forward for next year. Some goals don't necessarily come up with an idea now already, but, I mean, from 2017, one of my finalists, Karabo, she didn't have an idea last year, but she approached me with her idea a few weeks ago. So, you know, that's still encouraging them to not give up and to pursue their dreams and start these businesses, be entrepreneurs, you know, not necessarily social entrepreneurs because, you know, you can be an entrepreneur as well. So yeah, she, I think it's important, especially in South Africa, where there's such a huge portion of our population that are unemployed and yeah. they, there's not work available. So if we can create this culture yeah. of, of young men, young women in your case, because you're doing that for the young ladies, but for them to understand that they can become entrepreneurs and actually employ someone, yes. that could change the face of the economy in South Africa. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, we've got one of the finalists from this year that's in partnership with someone already to launch her new brand next year. That's incredible. Yeah. So, you know, even if it's just one or two girls that come out of the program that are really successful, you know, in their ventures, I mean, we've achieved what we need to. That's amazing. So the website is open now for people to apply yes. for the 2019-2020 crowning. Yes. Um, and and uh, you were speaking about the fact that it's a year-long process. So they will apply now, but then the whole thing will start early next year? Yes. So we've opened entries now already because we've already had goals, you know, wanting to enter. So they're very keen. They want to get the process going. Um, so we've opened up entries now already. We've already had... Um, inquiries from Africa, from Canada, from Switzerland, from Sweden, you know, so it's, it's really going to be, I believe, you know, something global that next year is going to be a big one. Yes, we, we speak, we want to do it nationally next year. So we're currently in talks with partners for next year. Absolutely incredible. So it's just a matter of logistics and how we would get, you know, get around um, in Cape Town and Durban. What is the criteria for these young ladies to enter? Well, they must just be in high school, you know, between the ages of 13 and 18 years old. You don't necessarily have to have 
done any charity work or been in business, you know, a lot of the program is also to encourage um, young women to be in entrepreneurship and in social entrepreneurship. So it's also just getting the girls aware of what is out there for them. So, you know, we're not necessarily looking for someone who already has a booming business um, that she wants to, you know, that she needs a platform for. But yeah, it's, you know, it's open to all girls who want to make a difference, who want to be involved in social entrepreneurship and, you know, make a ripple effect of social change in South Africa and the rest of the world. Social change. You mentioned SWACO, which is Stop Women and Child Abuse. It's got a huge um, narrative on, on violence and human trafficking in South Africa. Yes. Why? I mean, where did that come from? It, it makes perfect sense that it fits with your program yes. because you are empowering women. Yes. Uh, how does it work with the, the stopping women and child abuse? Where, where do the funds go? How does that all work? So we're busy registering the NPC. We literally just got our NPC number recently. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I know that's a tough thing to, yes. to get. So, um, yeah, so we're in the process of obviously getting that. The SWAKA is an initiative of the Global Impact Youth Alliance. So then it will stay with, you know, the Global Impact Youth Alliance. Eventually, you know, we would love to have a premises where we can get young women who are being abused um, to come to a safe haven, Brent, where they can stay and empower themselves and, you know, have these workshops of entrepreneurship, all different things and that, that can I mean, help that's, them. That's the message is, is you're empowering these young teens, but at the same time, from what I'm hearing, you want to empower women. Yes. Um, and if there's women that are in these positions, you want, to, you want to be able to give them a step up to get them out of those positions yes. and into a better place. And, you know, just say that, you don't have to, I mean, we all have a choice at the end of the day. For some, it's really difficult to get out of um, a situation, especially when you also have children. Um, you know, it's difficult to get out of an abusive relationship where you're also depending on your partner for certain things. But yeah, so we definitely want to have a premises where we can say, you know, stay at the safe home for a few months because I'm from a recruitment background as well. I do have a lot of contacts where I've sent CVs through to, to assist women you know, and see what, you know, what we can do for them. And also for kids as well. There's a lot of kids who obviously need to be with their parents or their moms. So having a little daycare center for these children um, that they can learn and grow and have somewhere safe to be. I love that you're that you've got this focus, and I love that you have this goal. I love everything about Miss Teen Social Entrepreneur Essay. If, um, if any of our listeners have got maybe daughters or nieces, or they know of someone who they think should enter, where do they go to get that information? So they just go to our website www.mistinsesa. So it, it does have a shorten, Cessa, Miss <laughs> yes. Cessa. Um, that's amazing. That. <laughs> it's been incredible having you on the show. Thanks and only good things. Thank you so much. I'm Brendan Dickey, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy, and you've been listening to Good Things Guy, a Jackpot podcast. For more episodes or to subscribe, rate, or review my podcast, go to iTunes, Iona FM, or Google Podcasts. Be kinder than necessary to yourself and each other. Thanks and only good things.